Welcome, guys, to the Recovering Reality Podcast. I'm your host, Eric Fredrickson. We are honored that we could be a part of your recovery journey and encourage you and help you in any way possible. Before you enjoy this awesome podcast, we also just want to let you know there is a whole bunch of free resources that you can find on our website at recoveringreality.com. Enjoy the podcast. Welcome, guys, back to the Recovering Reality Podcast. We took a break. It was kind of a lengthy one. I think that was the longest we've gone without putting out a podcast since we started it. Uh, it's been a little over a year now. <clears throat> um, took a took a break. We were doing. I was working on a lot of things for business. We also moved to a different state, and it just was a lot going on. And um, didn't exactly have time to be putting out all the podcasts we usually do but we are all settled in in florida now and there's more people than ever uh, getting clean sober and their lives being transformed and connecting with god so uh we're excited now we uh live in the sunshine 12 months out of the year not three months out of the year <laughs> like in ohio uh, so we're we're excited and hope you guys are doing awesome and I'm excited to get back in the swing of things. I want to I wanna share a story with you guys today um, that I think can just has the potential to really put some things in a really simple perspective um, and with the intention of producing big results. And I'll, I'll elaborate, you know. So um, we, we have a 4Runner, a 2015 4Runner. Blessed, awesome car. Toyotas are amazing. Forerunners are amazing. You're going to pay a little more, but they're extremely reliable and uh, they just run forever. It's totally, totally worth it in my book. So, <clears throat> about three months ago, the computer screen on the Forerunner just started shorting out. You know, like the on the on the dash. You know, on the console, they're right in the middle of the screen, and it would just like short circuit out, start over. There's a couple times like the car turned off and on and it's like, what the, what is, thinking in my mind, I'm like, this should not, this is a 2015, this is a Toyota 4Runner. These things are way more reliable, way more durable. Like this, this shouldn't be happening. If anything, it's like maybe the alternator's going out. What is going on? And then it, it got worse and kept happening. And then one day we are, we took the kids to like this play barns, indoor thing, all this, big giant play place for kids and we go out to start the car I was kind of doing it on the way there it's about an hour drive and <clears throat> we come out it's like 20 degrees welcome to Ohio and the car wouldn't start at all nothing like what the battery's new like what is going on get the car jumped drive home it's doing it on the way home get home as soon as I turn it off try and turn it back on immediately it does the same thing I'm like all right, great. I'm going to have my friend come over, jump it tomorrow, drive it down to AutoZone, and have him do a diagnostic diagnostics check on it. It's the next day. Friend comes. We drive down to AutoZone, and a uh, guy comes out. And if you don't know what that is, they just have a little machine they hook up to your car, and they tell you what's wrong with it. And he hooks it up, and <clears throat> he doesn't really see anything going on, lifts the hood, looks at the battery, and... So there's the two, in my 
lack of knowledge with cars is about to show because I don't really know anything about cars. Well, a tiny bit, but not really. But the two prongs, the two little pokey things that come about the battery, and then you got the little circular pieces that go over them that connect that give power to the car, right? One of the circular pieces that connects was so loose you could just lift it off and on. It was just, that was the problem. He tightened it and boom, snap your fingers, everything in the car is back to perfect. It was pretty cool as he was fixing it. Um, God just showed me a picture in my mind about how he had been really hurt by family, religious family members too, who used religion to condemn him and attack him. And it wasn't God, but it was people doing things in the name of religion that had nothing to do with God. And uh, I just told him, I said, look, man, I just want you to know that God is sorry for um, any way you've been treated in the name of religion. And people said it was him because it wasn't him. He loves, he loves you. And I was able to share and his, his jaw kind of dropped, you know, he was just kind of like, how do you know that? And I just said, look, man, I just, I love Jesus. He, he loves you and <clears throat> he lives inside of me and he'll speak to me and show me things to uh, encourage people to reveal his raw reality to the world. And, um, just got to drop that off to him and really, really encourage him. I could tell it just like uh, hit him right between the eyes of the two by four, spiritually speaking. And, and I mean that in a good way. It was awesome. Drive home, car's perfect. Boom, everything's back to normal. Now, fo follow me on this, okay? How often has the tiniest thing popped up? And in our mind, because in my mind, I'm like, oh, great, dude, the alternator's going out. It's just like me to probably get the only newer forerunner on the planet that has actual big problem, you know, because it's like never happens to Toyota or forerunners. Oh, great, I'm going to have to pay for this, and that's, you know, more money out of savings, and da-da-da-da-da. <clears throat> what if it's this? What if it's something else? What if the computer systems have gone out? These things are playing through your mind. I can honestly say I didn't, like, dwell on it and all of a sudden become paranoid and freak out. I'm like, it could be anything. I'm not going to worry too much. But in the back of your mind, it's like, oh, great, what could this be? You know what I mean? Go, get it checked, boom, tighten a bolt, everything's back to perfect. Now, you know, been working and going through my own transformation process of just being addicted, suicidal, depressed, isolated, everything you can imagine, just to living where I am now, I can tell from experience and working with just hundreds and hundreds of people through coaching or speaking or ministry stuff I've done or, and just talking and working with people. I can say from experience, my own experience and working with others and knowing God, it is so often minor, tiny internal adjustments that bring about the external results we're really desiring. But what most people do is they put it all about the external. It's just, just work harder. Just do it again. Do it again. Try again. Let's just do this. Let's, and hard work's a component to growth, and we're not going to get anywhere without hard work and taking action. Absolutely, that's a component even if the internal shift takes place, okay? But when it's only about the external, all we do is get tired, discouraged, become like hamsters on a wheel. Just spinning, 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 spinning. But we don't ever get the results we want. But when we get an extra set of eyes, the expert help we need, and what's under the hood, the internal world, gets put on page and connected to God, all of a sudden, everything externally falls into place. Hard work was never the issue. 
drive, passion, these things were never the issue. There was some sort of internal issue that was going on that was preventing me, halting me, blocking me from being able to access who I really am and what I'm really capable of because internally I'm all tangled up. And so I, I just share that story and ask you a simple question. What is a dream and a passion that you have that has never escaped your mind? You, it comes back up. You want to do it. It hasn't fully left you know, the hope that you have in you. It's like, man, I, I can do this. I still want to do it. But every time you try it, it just hasn't worked out. You've worked. You've done this. You've done that. But it just didn't work out. And I'd like to just propose a question like, did you check under the hood? Did you see what might need to be shifted with, with you? internally because I can tell you there's no way I could do anything that I'm doing right now if I didn't do to the best of my ability do I do everything perfect no none of us do far from it to the best of my ability to continually check under the hood and say God what needs to shift in me let me just give you a real-time story just to tie it all together and I'll, I'll share this quickly but uh, one of my newer clients um, I'm working with this uh, individual and this individual had an issue with um, another individual. I'll be vague, but you'll you'll get where I'm going with this, okay? Uh, so my client had an issue with another individual that he's forced to be around from time to time. He doesn't have a choice. He can't just exclude him from his life. So he's forced to be around him a little bit from time to time. And some years ago, he got um, really upset and confrontational with him. And truthfully, it was for, I mean, the reasons that got him angry were valid, what the person did. Um, so it wasn't a fault there, but he maybe didn't handle it perfectly. You know, maybe the person needed to be confronted. I, I don't know, but he, my client, let the anger, the bitterness take root inside of him. And it limited his capacity to operate <clears throat> in freedom in the way he really wanted to in other relationships. So a couple of weeks ago, I'm processing with them and it comes up and I said, hey, why don't you do this? Why don't you sit down? Uh, well, I just said, hey, when's, when's the last time you prayed for this person? And he said, well, never. I said, all right, so how do you feel about this? What if you sat down and did some writing, did some praying and began to pray for this person that God would give them in their life what you want in your life? And when we pray for someone like that, it's, it's a double whammy in a good way because it does begin to change their life because we're praying, but it also begins to shift us internally and it uproots the anger, bitterness, whatever was taking root inside of us. So he did it. Within three days, he was on the phone with this individual, again, because he had to interact with them, but he avoided it for years. He just, he just would have to see the person and just cold shoulder or whatever, right? Within three days of praying, he's on the phone with this person, laughing and joking, talking about a situation that they had to take care of. Within three days of getting under the hood, tightening a bolt, everything's back to running the way it should be running. It could be numerous things. You know, it could be unforgiveness. It could be discouragement. It could be failure. It could be um, things from the... It could be a number of things, but I just encourage you, I want to see you operating at your full level. God created you to operate at your full level, optimal level, potential, okay? But it's the internal world that needs to get on page so our external world can function the way it's supposed to. 
Hopefully what it does is just provokes some questions, starts a conversation between you and God and gets you praying and leads you down that path to step into the freedom that uh, is rightfully yours. So you can live in that space of your potential, pursuing your dreams, constantly growing and living in real freedom. Bless you guys. Thanks for joining us on another episode of the Recovering Reality Podcast. If you're interested in recovery coaching, please reach out to us, get plugged into a free 20-minute session so we can get you on the road to transformation. If nothing changes, then nothing changes. You can start a brand new life starting today. Look forward to hearing from you guys. Thanks for joining us.